Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about cutting-edge technology that's helping us study sharks and other fish with returning Shark Week guests Joe and Lauren Romero. You'll also learn how the likelihood of having a criminal record depends on when a person was born and the mystery of why sharks nearly went extinct 19 million years ago. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Yesterday, we talked to Joe and Lauren Romero about the challenges they face filming sharks for Shark Week, which is this week, by the way. And today, they're going to tell us about some of the cutting-edge tech that helps them get those shots. Joe Romero is an award-winning cinematographer who's spent more than a decade filming and interacting with sharks all over the world. And Lauren Romero is a marine scientist and a well-respected photographer and cinematographer. And we asked them... Can you tell us anything about the cool technology you use to find and film these sharks? We can give you a couple of things. I mean, we can tell you, like, we have ways of, like, sampling the water now where we can actually see if an animal's in the water without having to, like, witness the animal. Like, you can literally take water out, pull DNA strands out of water and be able to tell when an animal's been around that area within the last few days. What? What, DNA strands are just floating around in the water? and. Well, everywhere you go, you're like shedding DNA and these animals are shedding DNA off into the water. But now it's kind of the point where we're actually been able to map them out enough to be able to identify them. Identify species. So it's a new technology that's starting to come out with a lot of stuff. And it's like very non-invasive. There's also we have our deep water BRUVs, which BRUV stands for uh, baited remote underwater viewing system. And it's basically these remote underwater cameras you drop in areas. They run for like six to eight hours. Ours, the ones we just built can go up to 3,000 meters. 3,000 feet. 3,000 feet, 1,000 meters, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 1,000 meters, which is like, you know, incredibly deep for those things. And they're tetherless, which they can go through an acoustic signal. And without a rope, we send a signal from the boat down to them and they disattach from the bottom and come up to the surface so we can retrieve the cameras without having to pull a line up or have any kind of lines in the water to get entangled in any animals or do anything like that. It's like a... New technology that's coming out for fishing to eliminate lobster pots because all the whales are getting caught. So they now use that same technology for the pots and they're slowly changing over, but the whales don't get wrapped up in them or they get wrapped in the lines. So it's like it's one of those things that once we we saw it and we saw other colleagues of us utilizing the technology, we're like, we should like start utilizing this technology here because there's so much we can witness just looking at stuff, but they're if we place we sentries yeah. everywhere in certain areas, we'll be able to get a higher range of like what behaviors are in these areas. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that we can't see, you know, so dropping a camera down to the ocean floor, you'll be able to get a view of, oh, you know, like that, yeah. that shark fin, was there, we cams. didn't see it. Um, yeah, fin, cam fin cameras, yeah. We have like uh, cameras now that we can deploy in the shark's backs. These are ones that we've like started the last decade or so, like utilizing, but They've gotten like more and more advanced. They last longer. They go like deeper and everything. They get smaller. And now they're to the point where you can just like trigger, release them, go retrieve them. And they'll go onto a shark's fin and like release off the shark's fin at a certain time period and float up to the surface, go to a satellite, tell us where they're at. We go there, we retrieve the camera, we pull all the footage off. And it shows an insight into the shark's lives to like a more in-depth look to it. So it's like really kind of all this spy craft (laughs) for a fish. (laughs) Like so... 
but well, yeah, I'm uh, picturing like a GoPro on a golden retriever puppy running around a house, but you're doing it all automatically remotely with sharks and then retrieving them later with GPS. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those, just one of those golden retriever videos are like so compelling to you. Yeah. Like you watch it all the time. Like we've watched videos that we know no one has ever seen of like these animals. And we're like, this is a perspective that no one has yeah. ever been able to see. And we're like looking at it now, like, you know, in one of the specials will be stuff that like, once you see it, if you're there on opening night to see it, that's the first time anybody's ever had that perspective of anything. You know, it's like those on that particular species. It's like, there are things that, you know, constantly excite us in the science game and the filming game, but when they both come together and they can play a part in both things, that's, I think like the coolest part of it. You heard it here first. There's stuff you'll see on shark week, 2021 that no one has ever seen before. How's that for a tagline? Again, that was Joe and Lauren Romero, underwater cinematographers, who have several shows on Shark Week 2021. This Friday, July 16th at 8 p.m., you can catch Ninja Sharks, Mutants Rising. And this Saturday, July 17th at 8 p.m., catch Return to Shark Vortex on Discovery and Discovery+. And streaming right now on Discovery+, Plus, you can find the new Eli Roth film, Finn, which uncovers the truth behind the deaths of millions of sharks. You can start your seven-day free trial of Discovery Plus at discoveryplus.com slash curiosity. How much of your life is determined by who you are and how much is determined by your circumstances? A duo of Harvard sociologists found a way to answer that question, at least when it comes to a person's arrest record. It turns out that, all things being equal, The likelihood of having a criminal record depends on when a person was born. For this study, the researchers took a look at the lives of more than a thousand people growing up in Chicago between 1995 and 2018. The oldest were born in the early 1980s and the youngest were born in 1995. The world was dramatically different for kids growing up in the 80s than it was for youth in the early 2000s. Policing changed. Drug use changed. And in the mid-1990s, crime dropped to such an extent that the time period was called the Great American Crime Decline. So, arrest rates changed accordingly. That kind of change over time is a big deal. I mean, imagine two people who grow up in similar families, with similar character traits, and even similar financial backgrounds. Despite those similarities, one might have a much higher chance of being arrested in their youth than the other, based on the year they were born. According to this study, people born in the 1980s experienced just that. Compared to people born in the 1990s, people born in the 80s had a 96% greater chance of getting arrested. Put another way, a kid who grew up watching Fraggle Rock was nearly twice as likely to be arrested as a kid who grew up watching Blue's Clues. The researchers say policing accounts for half of this difference. The rest comes down to changes in the city itself and in the rise of technology like video games and the internet. This study is a reminder of the influence that large cultural shifts and policy trends can have on the lives of young people. The researchers call it the birth lottery of history. Depending on your historical lottery number, your life could take a different turn. In the discussion of crime and arrest rates, that's an important thing to remember. I don't know if you know this, but sharks are old, like 
older than the dinosaurs old. Like they've been around for 450 million years old. These ancient hunters are often referred to as living fossils, but recent research has discovered that they came incredibly close to becoming ancient history at one point in time. Now, here on Earth, extinction is a part of life, and so the history of life on Earth is full of mass extinctions. Five major mass extinctions scar the fossil record so far, effectively wiping the slate of biodiversity clean and forcing life to start over from the survivors. Between these mass extinctions are tons of smaller extinction events that often escape the notice of paleontologists. While one newly discovered extinction that happened roughly 19 million years ago almost left us with a world without Shark Week. Not a world I want to live in. This extinction event killed 9 out of every 10 sharks at the time. It had escaped detection because most studies focus on the fossil record preserved in shallow waters, where biodiversity is highest and the fossils are relatively simple to access. Not many studies have examined the fossil record in the open ocean. When sharks die out at sea, they don't fossilize the skeletons in the same way other animals might. That's because their skeletons are made of cartilage, and cartilage doesn't fossilize easily but their teeth fossilize just fine. Sharks are constantly growing new teeth and dropping their old ones on the ocean floor. These teeth tend to get buried in the sediment. So to examine the toothy fossil record, researchers recently dug up and analyzed cylindrical soil cores from the ocean floor. Within these cores, they found hundreds of thousands of tooth fragments called denticles. These can be as tiny as the width of a human hair, and each one is unique to the species that spit them out. Older tooth fragments are buried deeper than newer ones, so scientists can make inferences about both how many and how many kinds of sharks were in the ocean from these cores. The evidence from these cores shows that for some reason, 90% of sharks vanished overnight, geologically speaking. This is a big deal because sharks are expert survivors. The meteor that sent the dinosaurs packing only killed 3 in 10 sharks. So whatever happened 19 million years ago specifically affected these fish and somehow managed to be three times worse. The researchers argue that this decline was so severe that shark genetic diversity still hasn't totally recovered. But of course, it has recovered enough for us to have Shark Week. All right, well, let's recap the main things we learned today, starting with the fact that there's some really cool technology that's helping us learn about sharks. We can analyze DNA in the water to figure out when fish have been there, even if we don't see the actual fish. And there's another new tech called BRUV, or Baited Remote Underwater Viewing System, which totally makes me think of just like a drunk soccer fan in a UK pub. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not soccer fans. They are remote underwater cameras that can go a thousand meters deep with no tether. That means fish don't get wrapped up in the lines, which is very, very cool and important. And shameless plug, this week is Shark Week. But if you miss any of it, you can catch up on it on Discovery+. And that's pretty cool because like this is the first time Discovery Plus has been around for Shark Week. And it's like the first time you can catch up on the stuff you missed. So, you know, 
Start your seven-day free trial at discoveryplus.com slash curiosity. Link in the show notes. No big deal. Cody, that was a shameless plug. I know, I'm shameless. <laughs> but hey, we also learned that a Harvard study found that Chicagoans born in the 1980s had nearly twice the chance of being arrested as Chicagoans born in the 1990s. The researchers call this the birth lottery of history, and it's important to remember when talking about crime. I hear a lot of people say, like, Good thing I wasn't born during like the Black Death or something or when, you know, times when we didn't have the technology and the science that we do now to give us these lifestyles that we lead. But studies like this show that it's not about centuries of difference, like decades of difference can vastly change what kind of life you live, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. And I wonder what researchers are going to dig up 40 years from now when they're comparing kids that grew up with social media to kids that grew up without social media. We're already seeing a lot of that now, actually. So, yeah, for sure. Or kids who grew up during the pandemic and kids who grew up after. And that's going to be a big difference, too. Right. Or kids that grew up watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus kids that grew up watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Dino Thunder. <laughs> Two vastly different series. Boy, I just I'm not sure that I want to live in a world where all of the politicians grew up watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Dynamo Thunder. I lost it. I don't know which what the name of the show is. Uh, Dino Thunder. Thank you very much. Not to be confused with Power Rangers Jungle Fury, Power Rangers Megaforce, Power Rangers Zeo, Power Rangers RPM, Power Rangers Time Force. Dare I go on? No, I don't. Well, <laughs> now we know what the future will hold, I guess. Do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> and we learned that 19 million years ago, 90% of all sharks on Earth vanished. And scientists don't know why. Considering that more sharks than that survived the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, something really bad must have happened. Hopefully, scientists will sink their teeth into that research soon and then and then drop their teeth on the ocean floor and grow new ones. Because that's how that works. Because that's how, that's how sharks do it. So scientists have to do that, too. Yup. Today's writers were Kelsey Donk and Cameron Duke. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer, who is also an audio editor on today's episode. Our producer and lead audio editor is Cody Goff. Meet me at the pub, bruv. And then join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. <laughs>